0: We love hip hop. Always oh, he's coming already, man. It's checking out We Love Hip Hop. You know when you're in the city, you gotta check in, man.
1: This is kid nice and you're tuned into We Love Hip Hop. This is nice clips and
0: you're tuned into We Love Hip Hop. We love Hip Hop. He's like,
2: he just had he
0: just had like big emojis, you know? Man, he's like he's typing, he's like, he's like, he's, like send, he's he like send this open. Then he typed again, oh shit, it's already open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said this like, the demon, I said I already knew. Mm-hmm.
3: Alright, so we are Special episode here, episode two sixty. We're on location. We outside. We outside. They try to say that 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 Friday don't go outside. He's scared to go outside. Even though like I don't know how the fuck I get to my office all day. You know what i I don't know if I teleport there or something shit, but anyway. Special guest over here today. And on a, in a special location, okay. I, I I've been watching what these men have been doing here online, and and seeing different people popping up with their clothing, including ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And and I always love to support black businesses, entrepreneurs, Toronto entrepreneurs, right? So with no further ado, we have the gentleman from Nice Clothing in the motherfucking building. awesome and and introduce yourselves for the people who don't know you for the for our audience out here. Brandon. Mike. Some know me as clips. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you know the thing is when it comes to our culture, a lot of people will be like, yo, nice, 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 right? But okay. Moving forward in during this this conversation that we're having here, um Brandon and Clips, you you want me to, to put, um address you all as? Yeah, that's right. Okay, dope, 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 dope. Okay, so just coming off the end of a pandemic right now, okay? Like, well, I guess we are, right? We're kind of still in it. But the world is open back up. They got rid of the mask mandates um, as of, like, in the stores and different things like that. But during the last two years, can you give us, like, uh, the audience an an
2: idea of, like, what y'all have been going through as business owners? It's crazy. Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty Mm -hmm. and um,
1: a lot of up and down, on and off.
2: Yeah, so just, you know, we really had to get to our grit and grind. Uh, It was a good opportunity for us and a lot of peers and friends that are in business to reevaluate how they're doing business and look at other opportunities, other revenue streams, and even just tightening up what they're already doing. So Mm -hmm. that gave us a chance to do that, and um, yeah, it's working.
3: Did you guys remain open during the whole time through?
2: Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Okay,
3: okay, okay. Give me some of the, like the the times where it's like, because you, you guys remained all the way through. But I know there was a couple of times where you're like, fam, you, you want to just maybe just fucking pack this shit up? Like, <laughs> give me a couple of those times. And what did you guys do to, like, keep going through that? Or what do you guys tell yourselves?
2: Um, to be honest, we've been at this grind for a while, so. We, we kind of built the thick skin for tough times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, with the blessings of the community and the people we have around us, a lot of our niche client base, uh, we were decent, you know? Yeah. Troubles more came, I would say, when we had to move here and we did rental. Mm-hmm. So we moved locations in between during the pandemic. Right. We had a spot on Queen. Yeah. Marta. And then now we're up here, not too far, but now we're on Blur Street, 982 Blur Street, for those who don't know, Blur yes. Street West. And, uh, yeah, we had to do rental top to bottom. So there were times during that where we're spending money and we're not open and we're, you know, constantly bleeding, mm. <laughs> blood, sweat and tears, literally. And uh, but we got through that and people were, have been supporting ever since. And, yeah. Yeah. You know,
3: so even, like, just, like, to give us an idea as, like, some of the, the different things that businesses, business owners go through, right? Y'all moved during the pandemic time. Yeah. Like, why was that move made? Like, yeah, first of all, why was that move made? Like, was it pandemic related?
2: Uh, let's just say we're very big on um, not being in a circumstance that doesn't really fit what the mold of what our business is trying to push forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, where we were, there was just a lot of, let's just say circumstances changed.
1: Yeah. And changed suddenly. So like we had to make a decision whether to make that move or not. And there were a couple of months where we didn't have a store. We were, we were I want to say like three, four months. Mm-hmm. And then we, f- we got this place, I want to say last May. So about a, almost a year ago. Yeah. So yeah, we were lucky.
3: What made you guys want to start a clothing line and then expand it to having a store?
2: <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's a that's a that's big a question. question. <laughs> it's, a <layered. laughs>
3: it's a layered question because, like, so it's it's not easy to do it, fam. So, like, nah. to do, have to take take on the undertaking of I'm gonna <laughs> fucking or we're gonna be the ones who fucking do this shit and then make your own brand rather than just have a store that just has a whole bunch of other people's stuff.
2: There's got to be a reason. You well, know what we I'm so we had a brand for a while. Um, why we initially started it was for many creative reasons. We were really young. We were really, we had a lot of aspirations. We had a pretty strong network at a young age, and we were just like, no one could tell us we can't do stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, later on in life, kind of was a chip. You know, you, you have a brand for so long, there's high expectations. And I would say we had many hiatuses in between having a brand, learning what it was. You know, we were babies when we started. Yeah. 2019, I would say, We took the brand to the next level. We actually went in a business program Mm -hmm. and kind of we had an opportunity to spend a few months really honing in on like the values of our business and what it is that we want to present. And that was when we said, you know, within a three to five year plan, we plan to have a store. And what ended up happening is uh, I think three months after the program Mm -hmm. or two or three months after we started, maybe a little longer, about three months. We got an opportunity to do a pop-up shop at Stacked Market. After it ended. After it ended. Yeah, yeah about two, three months after the program ended, we got to do a pop-up shop at um, Stacked Market. Okay. It was 10 days. And in that 10 days, we really realized, okay, we have the capacity to have a store. We need to focus our energies there. And six, six, seven months later, June, July of 2020, we were in a store. So... To answer the question properly on um, why we decided to go from a brand to a store, we had an opportunity to look at our business and we realized we had a bigger capacity to fill mm-hmm. and brick and mortar was our opportunity because online wasn't pulling the same way. Yeah. Our brand's very lifestyle. People want to touch, feel us, you know? Yeah. Pause. But, uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> The name, Nice Brand, where do y'all come up with the name? What does it stand for? That's a good question.
1: It started, so when we did start the brand um, when we were young, it started as an acronym. So
3: mm.
1: it was Network Integrated by Street Entertainment. Okay.
3: <laughs> and
1: then that kind of changed over the years. We kind of, because we, we were always having to explain ourselves, like, why is it a S instead of a C, why is it spelled different? Mm-hmm. So we just were like, let's just call it NICE. That's the name of the brand. And then we just went with it after that.
3: Which one of y'all got bars? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one of y'all that used to have that, that, that has a recorded song somewhere. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I'm saying it's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Say research, research.
2: Yeah, actually, when I was young, I just, I was lucky enough to be around a lot of creative people, hence yeah. why uh, Brandon was saying our name was Network Integrated by Street Entertainment, because okay. we really were that, we were a network of young, ambitious people, we were very driven, and you know, we were visionaries, and we kind of predicted a lot of what's going on in Toronto right now,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, um, I would say, yeah, when we were young, we, we yeah, like what Clips were saying, we were very ambitious and motivated, so like, we were all over the city. There wasn't a lot like how the city is now. Yeah. There wasn't any of this stuff. Like even with all the kids and everything that they're doing, back in the day, you wouldn't being a rapper wasn't a thing. You couldn't really be that. People mm-hmm. look at you kind of funny,
3: you know? But, well, now but everybody's I, not everybody's not to rapper. interrupt you because they had I'm not a rapper, I'm just a
2: hustle that could rap. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly.
3: Right? That was exactly. the motto
2: back then. That's definitely the right? motto. So to get back to the question about the bars um I was just lucky enough to always be around really like the top elite people who were part of shaping Toronto culture. So mm. I would say the youngest rap experience I could remember, I think I was about 14, maybe 14, 15. And mm. it was actually with C4. We were freestyling and okay, so he- we have a mutual, well, his cousin was a really good friend of mine. And uh, this was, we were in PO in the basement freestyling. And, um. After that, friends of mine would kind of know that I like, like, I love music. So every so often you might just hear me spit something. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I moved to Mississauga for a bit in the last year of high school, I met Junior T, Rich Kid. Yeah. And, you know, these guys were obviously who they are now. So you can imagine, what was that, like 2003, 2002? Mm-hmm. The type of, you know, so sometimes I might be in a cypher, somebody might catch up. Yeah. And another friend of mine, I think this was back in like 09. Uh, he was just like, yo, drop something. I was at his house, he put on a beat, and um, I didn't realize he was really recording me for real, for real, mm. and then that track ended up on YouTube, so. We met a
1: lot of people early talking. in the city, so it's like we're kind of tied into the hip-hop scene.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, even with being tied into the hip-hop scene, like, what are your earliest memories of, like, even giving some different rappers some clothes and different rappers, like, and I'm not talking about <laughs> Toronto rappers, like, rappers who are coming into the city, because Remember, Toronto is the city that a lot of people come to for concerts.
2: So the thing is, we were never really trying to push ourselves too much to people outside of Toronto. When we were young, we were really big on like bigging up Toronto. So a lot of the names who have and whatnot um, came into, like Brandon said, into contact with us. So for example... We used to work with Next Element. Whenever mm-hmm. they had video shoots, they yeah. would call us. We'd bring models, and mind you, we were like 17, 18, and models were older than us, like the 20s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, um, because of that, we, you know, we were able to come into contact with guys. Um, Jason, I can't remember his last name, but really close friends with Drake introduced us to Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake started getting our stuff, and just by being in the right place, we were hitting a lot of the up and coming those who are now you know running the game the guys yeah. so yeah we never really try to reach out to the people who are coming into the city we were more focused on like honing in on who's big in our city and let's show them love you know mm-hmm. so a lot of the people who are doing stuff can tell you a funny story and it's actually we <laughs> won't even that's a whole nother you know we're gonna do a project where people can tell you their story of how they came into contact with us but yeah i won't okay. speak too much on it yet
3: okay so so we can't get we can't get one of one one interesting toronto story in the early stages of the nice brand
2: Uh, there's so many like the thing is people see us now and they're like oh you guys are from the back in the day Mm. if you you'll probably see it in the comments after whatever the case like people in toronto came up on seeing our brand and never knowing there was a clothing brand that's really a thing right and then to see the authenticity in our actual brand itself was like wow you know um some people don't always say that when they have the opportunity to Mm -hmm. but we're saying it for them (laughs) and uh yeah like the stories are out there us giving a story wouldn't be as authentic Mm -hmm. and something that we're creating is very much that where a lot of the faces and talents and creatives from toronto and abroad that Mm -hmm. have come in contact with us and have their stories are gonna give their testimonial in a very interactive way, and we're gonna give that to the world. So we can't tell our story. We have to let the story tell itself, right? right. I
1: feel like some of the stories to our personal stories, like people just that we met on a personal level and stuff mm-hmm. like that, not necessarily pertaining to the brand That's or with true the clothing.
2: Too. Yep, we met a lot of people before. But like, business was We necessary. used to,
1: before Remix was Remix, we were at IC Visions. Wow. So back in, um, at Lakeshore yeah, and we, yeah, were, yeah. we were just the kids hanging Lakeshore out. Lakeshore and Islington. We weren't really doing anything. We were just hanging out there. But mm. well, we
2: would bring a lot of friends there too.
1: Yeah, definitely. We brought uh, a Rich Kid and t- uh, Junior T there. Yeah. And, yeah, back we
3: in the used, day. We used to record over there.
2: Definitely. <laughs> the Empire yeah, guys, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That's where
1: we, we met. We
2: some <clears throat> other people there too. Oh, we do not say any names today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I think that's
1: where we met a lot of people, actually, over at that. Legendary scene.
3: spot. Yo. Yeah, legendary. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. So yeah. you guys have been integrated in the whole Toronto scene from, like, back in the days to now, right? So let's, like, expand um, beyond the clothing line for a second right? and the brand. What do you guys think of the scene now compared to the way it used to be back in the days, like, let's say, 10, 15 years ago?
2: So many things, right? Like, yeah. uh, there, there's great opportunities. Uh, we're really happy with where Toronto's at in terms of notoriety. You know, I've been lucky enough to go to the states and have different projects that I was a part of, mm-hmm. and to see the recognition. Just even saying I'm from Toronto, it holds weight now. Yeah, like when you know New York guys come to the city, and they're like I'm from New York or I'm from wherever, they're kind of a thing. Now, when you're from Toronto and you go to these places people already expect something like, oh, you are, you're all here, you must be. And because of everything, we're all trailblazers. Mm-hmm. So all the things we're doing are all kind of catching. And it's really good to see what's happening yeah. in, from the city in that regard, beyond mm-hmm. just like rappers and the music scene. Mm-hmm. It's an entertainment scene that's recognized from Toronto. Yeah. However, there is obviously a downside where, There is a lot of light being shined on an aspect of Toronto that's always been there. Mm -hmm. But we always grew up where in the culture, we didn't glorify certain aspects that were just meant to be on the hush. There wasn't like clout chasing. You're not going to go and talk about your business wherever. Yeah. Even to people, you're keeping that to yourself. if, If alleged, you know, whatever the case. But now everything's different. There's not, there's no code of, there's no code. And like, I find that you know at the same time because of the exposure and the fact that a lot of these younger the younger generation they've been able to do things faster than the older generation mm-hmm. they're not really going to take they are not going to hear what like you, you guys are old guys that's why you're complaining And <laughs> you know it's part of that probably has been happening over the years yeah. to whatever degree but that's the only negative part i would say is that the focus is on a lot of negative, negative shit. perpetuation and there's a lot of power here. We were able to, and we've always been big on that, you know, community, as you guys may or may not know, cause we're not, we don't push it to the forefront, but we really do it. Whether, you know, whether it's charitable efforts or, you know, doing things in the community, creating programs and actually being the change we want to see mm-hmm. if more, and that's one of the things that I was inspired at, in and on and by when I went to the States is they have a deeper sense of community, like whether you're a criminal or you're a mobster or you're a ball player. If you have any type of stature, you're trying to bring up, you know, the youngins, whether it's from your neighborhood, from your city, from your state, yeah. but you're invested in that. And I feel like we have a lack of that here where people are doing things for like...
1: I think Toronto still has a lot of growing to do. Mm. So like, it's great that we have a lot of more a lot more opportunities now. That's the best part about it, but... What I see and like even in a lot of interviews and stuff like that, that like, there's like no media training, there's no. (laughs) And I I always tell clips, I'm not the best speaker, but like, I just feel like you should know whether or not you're, if you're ready for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just feel like there's a lot of growing. Toronto still has to learn a lot before they can, before we can get out there.
3: Yeah. Even like, like intertwining the clothing, with like the hip-hop scene and the music videos and stuff like that what are the like earlier brands that you started noticing that were like popping up in your favorite hip-hop videos that were like i could do that shit too
2: like i mean the same ones like we came we came out oh three but like i said 2019 is when we said okay let's strong arm to the place but um O3, I mean, it was like the Fat Farm, Nietzsche,
1: Nietzsche, a little bit of
2: Sean John. Mm-hmm. And not all the time it was the brand itself. Sometimes it was who was behind the brand, yeah. the imagery, you know, Dipset as a culture, D-Block, um, yeah. Rough Riders. Those were all very influential. Aspects of the culture mm-hmm. that influence and that we're like, you know, we want to be that. We, we, we already exemplify aspects of that. Yeah. In just how we are organically, which I think Brandon was touching on earlier, you know, like some of the people we came in contact with that are part of the culture builders, you know, we met them and we integrated and hung out way before. They were in business or we were even deep in business, but there mm-hmm. was already authentic values derived from those engagements Yeah, also yeah.
3: Relationships built. Exactly. We exactly. were big
2: on relationship and that's kind of why I feel like we're still here today, you know? Yeah. We foster that and we take that very serious.
3: And even like with the music videos and stuff now, right? Um, what are like some of the more notable music videos that you were like, yo, that's
2: my shit in there? <laughs> um There's a couple. So I could, I don't know if we should grab it off the camera and pull it. I can show you a piece that was in a notable video. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Kind
2: of recent. Yeah. Empress
3: is there. She got the moving cam. You know what I mean? Yeah, we so, got cordless mics today. We're we, we,
2: we linked. So this piece, it's similar. It's not the exact one. The one that we did was matte. Okay. So it, was, it wasn't shiny. This is the 2.0. But uh, this jacket was actually in Drake's What's Next video.
3: Okay. And it was one
2: by 40 Ooh very good friend of ours mm-hmm. and Luke of 40. Uh, he definitely shows love and uh you know we have a really amazing backstory there as well but uh yeah like that that's a notable piece that's been in a video mm-hmm. we like to do the whereas well though, though you know you gotta find it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah there's some there's some nices in a one two video like i said that wasn't that, something like, we really pushed hard we, we are doing that a lot more now. You're going to start seeing it pop up because yeah. we feel like we can funnel it. Mm-hmm. We have a store. Now you can come here. You can really interact with the brand. Yeah. When we were younger, we were really in the streets. We were really in places. So we were ha- like a lot of the people, somebody might say, oh, I saw somebody in this type of jacket and we'll know who had it. Because mm-hmm. we have that type of interaction with the people that interact with their brand. Yeah. Well, to a so- default, because obviously sometimes you can't be that. Connected and accessible.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and you all known each other from like way back when you were younger and stuff. How do y'all meet?
2: At
1: probably in like grade middle school, I want to say. Wow, pretty yeah.
2: much in this neighborhood, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: we went to some. Of our high schools that are down the street.
3: Nice, 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 nice. So y'all been y'all been down from day one, and you know what I'm saying? Day
2: one, yeah. And that's even a, that was one of the, the name of one of the stores that we were in. Where there were multiple brands back in like 2012. You could actually say we met
1: over down the street at Dufferin Park, not to like like okay. ten minutes from here. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Dope. 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 The hip hop scene now. Who are you guys checking for here in the city, or like who do you guys like who do you guys think is going to be like making some real waves in
2: 2022? Twenty twenty for this year. So um, there's a it's a layered question. Hmm? When we're, if we're talking about Toronto, right? Yes. More or less? Yeah. Yes. There's tiers, right? And we kind of have to be, we have to recognize that there's tiers. People want to admit, want to mm. believe they're in a tier that they're not. Mm. But what, what we were talking about <laughs> this prior. So the, the top tier, the Drake, the Tory Lanes, And we're actually going to say no polys involved, yeah. involved whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, a lot of these relationships came way before whatever happened. You, you guys know about in the game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Presser's is reaching in that, that area as well where the notoriety is starting to go international. Mm-hmm. Numbers are hitting. And you seem like you're in the Tory space where Tory was years back yeah. and has now claimed his, his spot. So that would be like, you know, top tier people on their way. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking about... Um, there's a lot of other... Now, if we go to the next tier, there's a lot yeah. for us to sit here and name. And even a tier below that... I can't. Mad because toronto that's yeah. amazing. Toronto's got that much talent. Yeah. Out. But there's different criteria. You know, if you say, who, who do we want to listen to or who reminds us most of the old days? You know, there's a top two, top three. And then if we're like, you know, who's your favorite rapper? Just based on their image, there's a top two, top three. Right. So Toronto is, is very much like Atlanta and New York where there's so much different types of talent in the city. It really depends what type of person you are and what you want. Maybe for that day. Or whatever the case, but we'll give you that list at another day. That might be the part
3: to <laughs> I, I think Cliffs used to he's going for a politician, he's going for politics later. Very, very political answer, right there. <laughs> I didn't hear
2: one name that <laughs> <laughs> there's names. No, uh, if you pay I attention attention this you year, home. now
1: let's say some names like uh, Ma, uh, Marley, Marley Sways, yes. okay, uh, salute,
3: Crook.
2: yes, yes, um, Triggs yes. Kay. You know, a little biases, family members. <laughs> but um, at the same time, like I said, you're gonna hear who, cause you if you pay attention, things like um, the videos we put in our reels, there'll be artists that we we either work with or that we check for. Mm-hmm. We try to be um. How do we not mention God body, You know, Godbody, God Glaze.
1: There's God a, there's blaze. a lot. They're you just know, gonna keep even coming. priceless. Out. Priceless. Yeah. There's a lot
2: of people in and around us, mm-hmm. but. We want to be very intentional and even things like you're going to see a nice mixtape with people that we check for and check for us. Even somebody like Harvey Stripes. So, okay. You know, we could yeah. go, names could go mm. on forever and then someone's going to say we forgot a name. Mm. But
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's usually why I ask these questions. <laughs> they jump in the even comments. Even Rich Kid,
2: even Junior T, you know? Because mm. now if, I'm, if, if Adam Bomb, like, you know, the whole Natural Bone Stranger, like we're going for a certain vibe.
1: Oh, Ren and ben, <laughs> Kan, Ke- Ke- Kemi and um, Kemi and, and you know, and Bugu, yeah. Come on, um, okay. so you know, like
2: we yeah. have there's there's ties, and then obviously we're not gonna lie, like the music's good, so yeah, 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 yeah.
3: A lot of names, a lot of names. Wow, wow. What do you think is Toronto's missing to get to the next level?
2: It's like I said, they need a bit more time to grow. Um... We just need to be understand, we need to polish up on the business side of things. I just about to say that.
1: We got to polish. you got to understand,
2: understand. Um, like, you know, when you go south of the border, you could be from the hood. You could represent all of that. But when you come in the boardroom, you're polished. Mm-hmm. You know what you want. You know your figures. Um, and that also comes with experience around. So, unfortunately, there's a generation that has been able to tap into technology, kind of jump the gun. Yeah. And they don't need the guidance, you know. They don't need... They're not waiting for anybody to tell them how to do stuff. They're like, yo, this is working now. Things might be changing, you know, with NFTs and a whole bunch of other technologies that are coming in to leverage these platforms in the playing field. Mm-hmm. But everybody's going to have to educate themselves and people are going to have to represent when to make that shift and how. And maybe that's when it's going to come, you know, when things change. I'm not hoping for it or preying on it, but otherwise... Toronto really needs to humble itself just a bit because we're making Treadway. We wanted to for so long. So I could understand we've been trying to bust down that door and now the door's busting down. But it's like if we do things properly as a city and, you know, X talks about it all the time because I'm sure, you know, X is very community oriented as well. Yeah. If like we're taking each other's lives and these are talented young people who are, you know, the names who you know south of the border are fucking with them and it's like we're taking these people off the grid. Mm -hmm. For what? When we as a city we need this. You know, young people are going to school for journalism to go and write about these artists. And other people are going to school to become engineers to go and, you know, produce for them and to make sure that they have studios to be in. So we need this industry to continue to flourish but we need to still try to polish ourselves as we go through that journey Mm -hmm. so that when these opportunities come, we can really seize them. People can take us more serious. And yeah. we're not just like, you know, because I still, even though we're making noise south of the border, we're still looked at as like a overnight, like maybe in a couple years that Toronto thing's going to die down. you know. Mm. So in order for that not to happen, people have to understand, you know, take a, take a note out of other people's pages, humble yourself. You know, a lot of people don't even know what SoCAN is because they found a way to get money. And it's like, you don't even have the support now that you're supposed to have as an artist in this industry. So, but, you know, we all fall victim to that. There's still things we're learning every day because sometimes you're hustling so much and pushing forward. You don't always have time to learn. But as a whole, we can take that on our chin, too. We all have to continue to be more and more polished. Mm -hmm. So as we push forward as a culture, we can be taken serious as business you know, entities as opposed to just talent, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's where we need to make that adjustment.
3: Yeah. Yeah, man. We over here at the nice world, nice brand, um, two, oh, uh, sorry, nine. 982. 982 Bloor Street West. We're gonna take a quick audio break for our interview that we have of the evening, as well, or our second interview that we have of the evening. Okay, for the people in the listening audience, but I want to keep you guys for a second for a few more questions. All no right, no. chill. We love hip hop. All right, so we are back. Interview of the evening, special in the one. of the year. Interview of the year. I know. Of the year. Of the year. Every time oh. that we get together and do these interviews, fam, I always feel like it's an epic moment. Right.
0: It's facts, though.
3: This time it's going to be that, but what I want to do is have like a real conversation with you because you know a oh, lot no, of times no, no. when we do or when we do like people see you online and stuff, right? They're like, "Yo, Bugs! Yo, he's going viral! He's going viral!" But they're like, Boogs is a crazy character and shit like that." You know what I'm saying?
0: I don't know why, and I do know why. But like, it's I ch- that's like trust me, like that's why I took eight months off,
3: mm. like off social media. Okay,
0: like I have to understand, like this is. I have drakes on I can't take breaks off social media, especially when I'm like about to break. Like you know what I'm saying social media is everything. With all social media, you can't even like you know what I'm saying? So it's like I had to realize I had to just take a step back from social media and just focus on what really matters. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Which is my case. I'm on a tempted murder charge. Holy shit. I'm on a I'm on I'm on saying this is what Toronto this is what they're trying to do things, they are trying to hold yeah, me down. Yeah. They take yeah. Away my passport press, I'm a flight risk.
3: Wow. So okay.
0: How am I favorite I graduated high school. I don't even have drug charges.
3: Before we even get into that Because we're, we're definitely Going to talk about that You've decided That you're off Your social media hiatus And you're back yeah. So you're back Why?
0: I, I never said I decided Okay so The The, the label decided that. The, the, the label called And said like Okay like What's going on Okay You know what I'm saying That's basically what it was And it's like When the money it's like To be honest I wasn't even going to Come back to Instagram I was going to do I'm, I was going to be like NBA Youngboy Like just drop my music On YouTube mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying But my label's like, oh, they don't take it right now. That's the best plan. But eventually, when I get there, yeah, I don't care for Instagram. Because like, yeah. like, people think I care for Instagram. How? Like, I don't care for social media. That's why I just took eight months off. Yeah. So Being at home. Why I, did I the label say, why did the label tell you to pull back off of Instagram? No, they never told me pull back off of Instagram. They told me to get back on it. Okay. Because it's been eight months. Quiet. So why did you pull back off Instagram? Because I said I needed to take a break. My mentor, I had to focus on, well, what was the important stuff in front of me, which is, my label deal, my contract, my family. Mm-hmm. So I had to get that in order. Yeah. Because at first, a lot of stuff wasn't really in order, you know what I'm saying? So I had to just get my shit in order, you know what I mean?
3: So you got an album that's, your, or mixtape, that you're dropping just now.
0: Mixtape, it's crazy because I was originally supposed to come in to promote my album. Mm-hmm. 24 album. It's a trilogy. But we're not going to talk about 24. Maybe I'll come back and, you know what I'm saying? But I'm dropping a mixtape, not for sale. Because, you know, like... I feel like you know they say I'm trending right now. Mm-hmm. It's like so, the label's like, "Hey, let's drop." Yeah. So why why name it not for sale? Cause I'm not a sellout. Mm. There's a lot of rappers out here. Like every rapper in the city is like, it's, it's like they're sellouts nowadays. It's like I don't know, what, I don't know what happened. Like you know, like I'm from a different thread. Like you know what I'm saying? Like niggas will sell you off for crumbs. Not even like like you know what I'm saying? Like niggas are not even selling you out to get a million dollars. They're selling off for like 100000 hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. 200000 Yeah, yeah. I made half a mil and I didn't even... I don't have a platinum record. I don't have anything. Yeah. That's not business moves. Good deals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. That's publishing deals. Quarter mil. Warner Chapel. Okay. I couldn't cap on this shit. I'm signed to Virgin Music. I don't even need to tell you how much they give me. So you're but signed you know, to Virgin. Virgin Music, yeah. I'm signed to Virgin Music. That's a distribution company under capital. Okay, so...
3: Let's talk about that. Like, let's go back a little bit before even, like, the deals and all that type of stuff. Like, even all the There's way back to Black f- Challenger.
0: How right? long has it been since like I've been here? Two years? The, last, the last time, time you
3: were... You had... We had an interview... Or you you had the last interview with Gutsy Guts. That was about a year ago. A year ago. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah, and sorry. then before that, yeah. the first time we spoke was back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And this is before you dropped the Father Figure album. The, the
0: yeah, yeah. The... the Mixtape. The, the,
3: the Mixtape. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the second time with the Father Figure album. Right? do you feel that it's better to be independent or dealing with the no. majors or so,
0: somebody who deals with the majors? That's a tricky question right now. Because no. right now, oh, yeah, I ask tricky my la- Right now, I love my label. All right. Six months ago, me and my cousin, like, you not on the camera, but he's here right now. We're really? like, you're like, fuck the label. What's going on? They're not promoting your shit. What's going on? But like, it's all a business. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like, so you, you see when you see those artists post on their gram, like, you'll fuck the label. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really like they just they just sometimes in a position a tight position you know what I'm saying so I can't say like independence better or labels better because independently I'll be getting my checks every month mm-hmm. remember Drake posted the Sweet Life album I was independent yeah you know what I'm saying so like I was like I was probably getting like five k a month or four k a month you know what I'm saying so like independently each month do the math how much is that for the year and that's just off Apple Music right what about Spotify. Spotify's probably 3K a month. No, Spotify's probably 4K. Apple okay. apple Spotify has more money because there's more people on Spotify. Right. right. But, you know what I'm saying? So did the math. I probably independently, I probably would have ran up like 80K in a year mm. that year, like if I didn't sign. If I, if I just kept on going more, even more because I would have independently now I would've been dropping more music, I would have been been more consistent. But now since I signed the deal, I seen the money up front. I'm like, you know what? I took that little bag and then from there was like, that's why Father Figure took two years to drop because like I signed the deal. Then what? They want to put out singles. I was ready to drop. Like, I was ready to drop my album as soon mm-hmm. as I signed the deal. Cause remember the Drake show, I already had my album ready. The Drake yeah. show was popping. Everything was going. But then and, and there was a time. Shit, and not you know to saying? interrupt you. There was a time even like during
3: that time you had all these different videos that were popping up. Like you're like overseas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was, trying, I was doing. I was doing a lot. Like I'm talking about like five, six videos that dropped in a short space of time. That like you were all over the fucking world. So tell me about that
0: time. So that was like the sweet life time. So okay. like, so basically, no, I was creating the sweet life 102. The sweet right. life 101 changed my life. That's why we're here right now. Yeah. That's why I wrote, woke up in Cuba, all this stuff. That, mm-hmm. that, that's not even the most money to, to this day. But when you've seen all those videos, I was creating now the sweet life 102. Cause the sweet life 102, I always have, the sweet life has a special, a special part in my heart. Mm-hmm. So like I wasn't playing around. Like when I wrote the first one, I wrote it in Mexico. So now the second one I have to write in Barcelona. I have to write in Paris. Yeah. I have to write in fucking DR. I have to write in fucking wherever else I went. So much places I don't remember. Like, I'm mm-hmm. saying I was like everywhere. Miami. I'm saying? But Miami is like, Miami is the one a little bit different. But like, I like to go like to a tropical place, which Miami is tropical and like just vibe in a villa and then write the sweet life. Right. And, and that's what the sweet life was created. I wrote it in my hotel suite. In Cuba. So the first time. You, you must have been running it up. they are running up the tab with the label though. So fans. yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Like, you know, but like, I, I have two Drake songs. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> send me out to wherever. Send me out to Egypt. I want to go see the pyramids. Let me go. Just give me inspiration. Let me write this best music. I kept Like The label's just like, that's what I had to tell my label. Like, there's no more potential I could show you. I already mm-hmm. have two Drake songs. There's nothing more I could do. It's either we do this or we don't. And that's just basically what it was, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I ran up, see, and, like, and that time, too, I wasn't, like, um, my management wasn't, like, you know, I didn't have the right management around. Mm. My management wasn't focused on me. Yeah, my yeah, My management yeah. focused on their shit. See what I'm saying? So it's like, like, I'm kind of, like, I'm, like, I wasn't even talking to the label. I didn't even know the label like that. My management dealing with all the label.
3: They're just doing the moves on your Yeah, behalf. like, I
0: shot videos for 40K. That's, like, two videos that cost me 40000 Holy. How? I would have shot 30 videos. For, for 40k well, with, with andrew my homie yeah. you see like that's my management calling the shots but then i still green lighted it mm-hmm. i still said, yeah i want to shoot this video it's gonna be eight grand i still green light it but no i should be shooting my regular thousand dollar videos yeah, 2000 yeah. know what i'm saying <coughs> then, so that's what kind of fucked up my budget a bit because like i spent 40 racks on two videos then i'm um, flying to london oh yeah i went everywhere london amsterdam went everywhere mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? so i it's like yeah, each of those flights the flights is a, a bit, few grand like, hey, each bro, flight, but like, hotels. Fuck the budget. So I told the label what? 200, 300k? Fuck that.
3: Yeah, but fam, this you gotta understand. And I'm just talking as a label, as a. As a
0: label, remember, I'm not a, I'm not a regular artist. I, this kid has two Drake songs. This kid has Ennely Chopper songs. This kid has. A uh, whole project with Murder Beats. Mm. This is like, remember, it's not even like it's a whole package.
3: Yeah, so it's yeah, like
0: Three hundred thousand. What do you mean? I could have, I could have signed for a million dollar deal if I went somewhere else. Remember, I had a Drake song. I could have. That's why I got my. That's why my deal got doubled. I could have went to Interscope. I could have went to wherever all the meetings my managers were taking me and played them the Drake song. But I really liked the vibe at Virgin Music.
4: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying? So from there, I just so so I just stayed over there and then basically now we're right here. You know what I'm saying? But basically, I had I had all the leverage. In a sense, so it's not like, even if I ran on my budget, it's like, okay, like, let's keep it going. Right. I'm not, I'm not a regular human being. So and let's I,
3: stop there for a second, because during that time, and you mentioned the two Drake songs, and I want to get to the other one in a second, but the one that everybody was hearing was the organization with, with Smiley, okay? There was a leak. Now, I, I know, know we spoke about that before um, on the last interview, but Did I want to know is? a little bit more about that leak.
0: I don't even remember us speaking about that leak. But, um. So the song. So which leak are you talking about? When it first leaked or when, like, it leaked with Smiley's verse? Okay, so the first leaked, time I heard
3: it, I heard it with just the Drake verse.
0: Yeah, that's when heard. That's when I heard that. that that's when I realized it's leaked. Like, remember, like, I was with. Like, I was just chilling in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I already had a Drake song. Yeah. So, so what's I would never the other one that you song? keep
3: on mentioning before what we even. What's to get the other one?
0: To, okay. There's organizations, but you keep on mentioning two. Because I had one before the organization. I'm what? the one that, I'm the reason why organizations even made. So I'm, what's the one before organization? What's it called? Yeah. Uh, Cherry Beach. I, made, I recorded at Cherry Beach. And that's mm-hmm. called Loose Ends, I think. It's called No Hulk Loose Ends. Like There was so much, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 As a Drakeologist, why do I not remember this song, fam? Because it never got leaked. I, it's only Drake sent it to me, and I played it to him. And I so this song never came out? No, but it's on my phone, and I played it to you. No, I never came out. So I already had a Drake song for a whole year and a half on the lows. I never said a word about it because that's mm. how Killys move—you move in silence. See what I'm saying? So now when this Drake song leaks, organization—I'm like, what the fuck? I never leaked that shit. Right. What the, I already—what the fuck am I leaking a Drake song? Mm-hmm. Then, like, you know.
3: So how did it leak, or how do you think it leaked? And then it's a two-part question: How inside. did it leak, and then what happened after? I
0: think it leaked because like. I don't think Drake dropped any music in twenty nineteen, did he? He didn't drop any music to the end of the year. I think he just dropped like the party next door verse and the Sway. Yeah, it
3: was like doing the dark lane mixtape. No, but that didn't even come out yet.
0: Or or if it did, I don't know, I don't think twenty nineteen he dropped a lot of music. So it's like I remember at the time when organization was supposed to come out, I remember Party Next Door had a Drake single coming out. Mm -hmm. And Sway Lee had a Drake single coming out. And our single was supposed to come out or whatever. Like, you know, I just remember you know, those are like that was the Drake lineup for the songs coming out at that time of the year.
4: Yeah.
0: And I think the and then the Swaylee Sway Lee song like must have flopped or something like that song is so hard. I don't know what happened there. But like mm-hmm. the Drake played to me in London, it's the hardest song I ever heard. Right. I didn't even know it was Sway Lee. It was like one of those Afro Bop songs, like you know? Like mm. unforgettable shit. But like, I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't what know bigger. Sway Lee. I'm like this is the hardest song. I don't know what happened. But like yeah. and then and but then yeah, organization Leaked. And then I didn't know Elite. It's trending on Twitter. It's the first time I was trending on Twitter mm. in Canada. You know what I'm saying? So I was trending on Twitter in Canada. Organization, books, books, books. Or no, not even books, GME. Because at that time, he just shouted out GME or whatever.
3: Right. Okay, so then it leaks. It's, it's, people when are starting to hit leak, you up now.
0: When that first leak happens, mm. and everyone finds out I have a Drake song, that's when all the like ops and the devil and the evil eyes start coming out. Okay, so then what? immediately the data that leaks, what's your phone like, fam? Told y'all, remember? I didn't even know it leaked until my my homie made comment like, "Yo, you're trending on Twitter right now."
3: Mm. Like,
0: what? Like, "Yo, go check Twitter." He's like, "Yo, organization." I'm like, "Like what?" Then Smiley comment. Then Smiley comment. Smiley oh, like, "Well, you leak it." Well, he obviously know that I didn't leak it, but I was like, what? Like, Cody, what's going on? Like, you no, know, I don't know. Remember, <laughs> your ex follow sounds yeah, like, remember, I already have a song, so I'm like, "Yo, what's going on?" And then I just go on Instagram. Oh, the leak's not even on the gram. The leak's Ooh. on Twitter. So yeah. so crazy leaks I can't even find the leak. Yeah, so and like, Americans are talking about it too. Like, yo, you hear that Drake first? Exactly, 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 What's going yeah. on? And that's why it was going crazy because they never heard a Drake flow like that. Yeah. That was that Bang getty like, that was that scummy flow that Drake was on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Scummy. So it the, it's you know the, the hood scummy?
3: hollering at you too, like, the hood? yo,
0: fam, yo, you got a Drake song, fam? Walk one, Bridget. So, you know, remember, remember, I already had one. My whole hood already knows I had a Drake song. Mm. Low key. We don't, we move in silence. I, it's not like, this, this shit's. You talk about it when it's out. Yeah, that's why it yeah. Like, like, that's why, like, I got a guy Drake song I used to play it all the time, and I stopped playing it because like, when it comes out, comes out. Like, mm. it used to play playing bitches all the time. Like, mm. Want to hear the song? Me and the boy. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Why well, I don't even play? I don't even play. Like that used to be one of my like. He's like, you know, you get in the car. Like <laughs> that's a cheat code. Cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you want to hear my know. song with Drake? <laughs> I said, Here it goes. I, I love Drake, dog. <laughs> that guy. That guy. I love that guy. It, we'll be in the after party. he will be like. Who see me talking to like I don't know like I'll just be talking to some things trying to match some things you know my young kid shit he just
4: he'll
0: just walk up beside me like i like yo you know this is my young dog like this is the goat, right? yeah. just raise me up you know the Josh Josh
3: okay over. I have some more organization questions Did you guys record it all in the same studio What do you mean Like was it the ver- the beat sent so, around type of thing or remember like-
0: organization remember we're creating this the, the Smiley Project
3: Mm-hmm.
0: murder sent me. Murder and Sky are sending in all the beats. Right. Murder beats, Skywalker, my producer. Right. I was going on beer Sky beats. My producer, I want to make sure my producer gets his placements on this tape, you know?
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Maybe even the Drake song, right? But then boom, Murder sent, then Murder sent me the pack. Me, me and Murder have been locked in. Right. So Murder sent me like a 30 pack. 30 pack, ran through, then the organization beat came on. To create the organization beat, I, I wrote that hook. At my house, just no beat no nothing. Mm-hmm. Just chilling in my at my house. Just, I don't know what happened. I just, wrote, I just wrote the hook. Yeah. Then when I got to the studio, me and Smiley were like mostly freestyle. And then when I heard that beat, I was like, oh, I, I already knew I had a hook, like a hard hook.
3: So Smiley was in the studio with you.
0: Yeah, me and Smiley were in the okay. studio okay. together. Okay, yeah. dope, dope. So boom, I made the hook. Then remember, the way all me and Smiley recording, we're not recording, like we're recording right in the studio, like, like like say the computer that's right here, mm-hmm. we're right beside it. So like everyone, So no booth. No booth, exactly. So everyone's quiet. So like after I cut my verse, everyone's like, yo, that's either the hardest verse or the most trashy verse. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't hear, only, you only just hear me rapping, you can't hear nothing. To be. Yeah. Then when this shit drops, it was like, oh, fuck. Remember, we, at that point, we were already like, uh, organization was made a th- third session, a mm. fourth session, you no? Know? So we already had some hard ass songs. You know what I'm saying? But then everyone's like, nah, this might be the hardest one. Yeah. And then basically... um. What happened? Oh, and then boom. So I, I cut the hook, and then everyone's going crazy. And so I was like, All right, yeah, let me cut my verse. He cut his verse, and then boom. And then he cut his verse, and then. And then, um yeah, Vegas actually recorded that song. Vegas asked me, um. Okay. Yeah, Vegas asked me, um. Oh, yeah, like, like oh, you ready this, to do this your. This might video.
3: be our, my, our Uber each one second. Yo. Hello? Hello. Hi, I'm looking to speak to Coffee Car Michael. Yeah, I'm actually in the middle of something. Can I call you back? No issues, thank you. Thank bye you. Bye. Mm, my bad, my bad.
0: What were we talking about? Oh yeah, it's so organization. Biggs like, yo, you want to jump on the? basically kill, you can do your verse. Remember, I only did the hook. It's this verse. first
4: mm-hmm. verse."
0: And everyone's gonna remember the studio. is a lit like we're, Everyone's going crazy. Like, this is the. How many people are in the studio? Like, remember, I have four people in there, Samadhi has like four people, so it's like okay. eight, nine people. Yeah, so, so it's a five. busy studio, yeah, yeah. But not too busy, because usually there could be like 15 people in there, mm-hmm. so it's like a good like eight, like yeah. only the like certified and his certifieds are there. Mm-hmm. And then basically, um, yeah, and then boom, he's like, basically, you're, you're going to cut your verse? Remember, the whole time Samadhi was recording his verse, my hook is looped, so I'm just hearing my verse, hearing my hook, and then, man, I'm like, yo... I don't think I'm going to do a harder verse. doesn't matter what verse I put down right now, it's not going to be harder than this hook.
4: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Just the way of the cadence and everything. I already knew that. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I, yeah, I'm going to fucking, I'm like, yeah. I told him, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, leave it open. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write to it at home. Because I'm going to mm. this song's already the hardest song. But I'm just telling Vegas and he's going to write to it at home. In my head, I'm like, yo, I'm probably going to mm. yeah, I'm probably,
4: I'm
0: probably gonna send this to Drake. Remember? Yeah, I'm probably going to send it to Drake. Remember, I just. Anything I make or whatever hard I feel like, I just send it to him like, yo.
3: This yeah, shit. see what he or thinks.
0: Like, or like, I'll make a song about a hotel, like like the Rosewood. That's a hotel, like you know. Mm-hmm. Drake always goes stays at when when I went to London, I was at the Rosewood. Yeah, So yeah. Like, I'll make a song like the Rosewood. I'll come into the city, make that song, and we send it to him like, yo, this is just for you to play in the car. Mm-hmm. This is not something you know what I'm saying like so like any certain song, I'll just send it over to him like, yo, this is a bot for you. Yeah. Boom. So my hands like yo, I'm probably just send it to him. So I just I my somebody to the side. I'm like, yo, fucking. Yeah, and I just, this guy sent me the song, and then fucking, I just look, I just bust my am like, yo, I'm going to send this to the boy right now. He's like, what? Wait, I'm, I'm going to text to him right now. And I just texted to him. Mm. And then when I text, remember, the verse already open. So when I texted to the boy, he's like, what do he you say? He's like, he's like, he just had, he just had like beer emojis, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's typing, he's like, he's like, he's like, send, he's, he like send this open. Then he typed again, oh shit, it's already open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, I just said the demon bass, I said, I already knew. Mm -hmm. And then there's history right there. Then we got the verse back like four days later. Okay, so I have a couple more questions on that song. Smiley's verse,
3: okay? Did he finish the verse? Yo, cause chill, cause No fam, it's yo, not yo, a disrespecting fam. Because there's yo, a part yo, yo, no guys, fam. Because when I speak to Smiley, I'll ask him no, himself.
0: No, talking about you. I'm Talking about my people. I'm
3: Talking about you. No, 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 I'm talking no. About because
0: people, <laughs> sure, like you know, he's gonna get me. You know? No,
3: because I see it in the background. Somebody laugh at the that question right? Because he does a part in the verse where you just like.
0: But that was just he was like he was But that was just the drip of the. was just that was just the flow like. That's the that's sauce. Like, I don't know. Like,
3: like I felt like he was going to come back uh, to that later. He was just trying to figure not. out the flow in there.
0: I got a spot. Come on, fam. I mean, he didn't put no words in that part. No, no. I don't know what... Brucey, I made the hardest hook. Whatever you want to do, you do. That's why the man didn't want the song to come out. Okay, just, but this is the reason, reason I'm so asking that question. This is what happened. Is like, people are saying his verse is trash. So, no, he doesn't want the song to come out, basically. And then, I guess it's... And then, and then, that's when he stopped, like, fight, not fighting for it, but, like... Guess he doesn't care because he knows he's already signed to OVO. He's going to get a next one.
3: But there's a reason I'm asking that question. I feel like the song was unfinished. It by was never the time unfinished.
0: I, was I did my hook. He mm-hmm. did his verse. Done. That uh uh-huh, was left in there. We all liked it. That was uh-huh. all meant to be.
3: Remember,
0: but remember, somebody didn't know. I was gonna send it to Drake. That 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 right that instant. Remember, I know I just sent it to him right. I just sent it to him right away. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. So. And then mm-hmm. he just sauced it up and he got... Uh, like 48 later,
0: yeah. He, he, he sent it back 48 I was in Mexico.
3: Okay, so then after that leaked, right? There was a little bit of, I guess, conflict label-wise and shit like that, right? Like where it was like...
0: How did the song get leaked?
3: Yeah, and then like Remember, a lot I'm of like things started getting pushed off the table.
0: Because, yeah, basically now the song gets leaked. Everyone hears GME, So now all my options are like, oh, this guy both want to get a Drake verse. Mm. You know, like they said they said I had a they, they must have had a diss song they did in the vault six years ago
4: mm. but it wasn't a diss
0: song it was more of a like like I was just trying to get Drake's attention in a sense you know at that time you know yeah, yeah at that time I hit a million views and, and I can't hear from Drake I was like fuck bro like this guy this guy doesn't see me yeah
3: yeah, saying, like, yeah. I'm not with
0: the poly I'm just trying to focus on like like no party mm-hmm. Cause they you know The Malvern and G-Wish are Like I'm not into that Like I'm trying to Build this bridge together like, You know what I'm saying Yeah. So that's what I always was with. And then I realized Drake was on the same shit So then when I, when I After I made that song I realized Okay this is not even A good move like, You mm-hmm. know So I didn't drop the song But what happened The song got sent To the gremlins You know Everyone And then And then like people who didn't like me end up getting the song and they hold they held on to the song for six years
3: that's crazy who holds
0: on i don't even have my songs from six years ago four years ago Mm -hmm. i can't even i'll be crying on the phone like where's this song going to 10 emails i don't know how they had that song but you know what i'm saying but yeah they dropped in and like they just tried to destroy my career but i'm back here again new bags new new ice on the way new everything new house all that so it's like i'm over that situation you know so it's like now i can talk about it but like they try to, like, you know, s- s- black bomb, sabotage, whatever. Like, I don't even know what it was, like, because that sounds from five years ago. Like, yeah. Real g-shit. No, so I just text Drake, like, yo, Brisky, You know, I'm not even on that type of time. Yeah. We're really locked in, you know what I'm saying? So how's your relationship now? Oh, we're blessed. I was just talking to him yesterday. I just saw him at the Raptors game. Okay, okay. Yeah, bro, dope, me, dope. Me, and, me and Drake always been blessed. Even through everything, like, always been blessed. Like, that's why, I, like, I love that guy. Like, you no, know, sure. you know, it'll never, like, be hard feelings or anything because, like, he showed me so much love. Like, remember, this guy brought me to London. This guy brought me to Miami. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Boston. All these type of places that I've never been. Remember? From the trenches. i never seen this stuff before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I'm seeing, how, I'm seeing how this guy moves. I'm learning certain shit. Like, okay, this is how I have to move when I get to this level. Mm-hmm. You know so everything went on. And that's, like, another thing. Like, I'm never. Bro, I was with Drake every day. I never took one picture. I'm not a fan. I'm a yeah. like, I'm here to observe. I'm here to see what's going on. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm not here to. Remember, I could go viral 10 times. I'm with Drake every day. Drake's not going to tell me not to post that. Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not here for for fame and glory. I'm here to get business done. Yeah. Eventually get a verse, which I got done. Eventually get two. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I was never on that like fanboy shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's always that I'm still, I'm still a fan. I was listening to Drake when I was 11. Like, yeah. It's still my dad. But like, you know, like, I'm around future. There's a lot of people like Pluto, like all these goats. I'm around building people, but you have to keep composure because if you don't keep composure, you're not gonna not gonna go far. You know, and then you're not gonna go far. People are not gonna invite you to the next outing. Yeah, that's they're really gonna what be what
3: like you don't know how to act around here. Type of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm
0: saying. And even though people didn't want me around, I just was quiet by myself, cornered. You know, my my, my one dog, or mm-hmm. or chilling with Drake, or whatever. Like I'm saying, like always. I'm saying like. Yeah. You're never doing too much. So you do say so like
3: So let's fast forward a little bit to like around the time with the pandemic, everything now, right? We had the, the legendary interview over there on Six Views on Cut, right?
0: I don't and even know what you're talking about. Let me bring
3: yeah. that shit up. <laughs> the interview with guts, right? <laughs> that that I don't think that sparked up a bunch of stuff. There was things that were already being that was sparked before. But right? what though? I'm not even gonna get into it because I don't want to get no, into all yeah, that.
0: Be Smoking dead ops. I, don't, I can't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I know, I remember about, I can't remember the situation you're talking about.
3: What I'm getting at is yeah, there was she, a space of time that you started getting on Instagram live
0: every day, oh, oh. all that was before, day, fam. That was before
3: the gutsy interview. What was going on with you, fam? Why were what, you was doing it that, fam? All It wasn't every day all
0: day. It wasn't every day all day. But like, you were going on, online a lot, was, fam. I was online
3: for a week. Why, a week. fam? What was going on in your mind in them times? I'm on
0: house arrest going crazy. Mm. I just got shot in my leg. A year ago, yeah. and I get quiet. So now when I get on the Instagram and I'm talking my shit, oh, he's he's going crazy. What do you mean? Uh, uh, what? Everyone was talking shit on me for a whole year. I was in jail, I couldn't respond. Mm. I couldn't say nothing. I'm in jail. Oh, he never wrote for his leg it's been a year. I did eight months in jail. I'm going attempted murder charge. What are you talking about? So see, so there's a lot of, remember, I'm at the crib going crazy. Remember, my drink. My management's going everywhere. Like they, they, everyone's trying to separate themselves from me, right? Mm. The books, Vico. Everyone, everyone, wants to hop out. Yeah, so I let them hop out. So yeah, I, I did turn up online for two for two seconds because I don't like the ops. And they're not even ops; they're fan ops.
3: Do you feel that during that time that like even like mentally like you were like
0: sh- no, too like, stressed? Mentally, I was just in a different zone. You have to okay. understand. Like I'm from the trenches, so sometimes we get in certain type of I'm saying like certain type of demon modes where it's yeah, like there's no yeah. one, like no one can stop me. No one can say nothing to me. Like and it's like let me no one can stop me. And that's what like I had to realize, yo, I had to I had to listen to the ones that I know actually care for me.
4: Mm-hmm. Cause
0: that's what this whole situation revealed to me. It's like not everyone's my friend. So the ones the people that are actually my friends, treat them good. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? When you're down and out, like you know what I'm saying, like it's it just get crazy. I seen everyone leave me, literally. I'm saying so it's like one of the people that stayed with me was the same niggas that I came in with. So I was like, okay, this all has to be,
3: you know what I'm what, What's your opinion on the blogs? Cause the blogs cover you a lot, especially like. But look,
0: I never got no coverage on the blogs for a whole year. Ever since the thing, I, 6 did wasn't post me for a year. Mm-hmm. But I just talked to six, months, but we cleared everything up. But like, the blogs need me, but I don't need, like, it's like, it's like, it got to the point where they think I need them. Mm-hmm. And, and then it got to the point where I think I need them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. A three-way street where I think I need them. They think they need me. Yeah. But it's just really like, you need me and I need you. It's really a two-way street. But like yes. it gets to the point where like, you know what I'm saying? Me and Six Buzz got into a like, an argument. Me and Six are like, blessed now. Mm-hmm. But it was when like, bro, like he said, oh, like we we're just talking like over just this past week. He was like, oh, you said you made Six Buzz. But like, I, was, I didn't mean it like that. But I just meant like, I put on for the city. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to say like, I was trying to say, yeah, there, there probably wouldn't be a Six Buzz without me. I'm saying like I like that's what I was trying to but I didn't mean it like like six months. I'm proud of what they're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they're the reason why the city has that extra light on it. Yeah. Other than me doing a million views, other than other than Kitty doing ten million views or whatever.
3: Like, yeah. 10, whatever,
0: whatever, that guy's doing.
3: So like now, like you, you you're back. You know, and you had an eight month hiatus, right? Mm-hmm. And like you came back with the Aha Remix. You're going at five.
0: That was a, yeah, um, brah, I don't know what five is, but um that was a more <laughs> of like, I was working on a whole album for seven months and I don't even have no diss songs to lend up to no to nobody because
3: How did that start, fam? Why are you guys beefing, fam?
0: I don't, it's not, I don't beef, so much. I don't even know those guys. So this is, this is a good question you asked. I'm guys. asking you, it, fam.
3: It's just so a direct an question. Yeah.
0: Because my homie asked me this question the other day. So someone, someone asked me, I don't know these guys. I can't beef people that I don't know. I never met in my life. Mm-hmm. You see, you, you see that guy behind the camera right there? Mm-hmm. He knows me. That's someone I actually know. Yeah. If he if he turns on me or something, that's an enemy. He, he knows where I live. Yeah. That's a real enemy. That's someone I have to. You know what I'm saying? These are fan ops. They don't know nothing about me. I don't know about them. They can't. You know what I'm saying? Like these are not real enemies. I have real enemies. Mm-hmm. My neighbor died. The day I moved in my hood. I have real enemies. This is not. People will come come from me that know me.
4: Yeah. They,
0: those are my real enemies. These people I never even met in my life that i only seen at the Air Canada Center asking me to help them get in, like on some ambush. Fuck! I don't know. These, I don't know these guys. Yeah. I don't beef those guys. I don't know why the city thinks we beef these guys. Like, no, they say don't respond. Like, I, I, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I, I'm not responding. Yeah, but the
3: song says don't respond to shit. But five. Because shit, was
0: five. Yeah. Cause people are, and so so, business, say, so, so you're saying they're are saying honest. Don't respond to his shit No people are telling me Go respond. at him No people are telling you Like just leave it alone Type of shit Okay okay And I'm just saying Yeah I'm gonna leave it alone But fuck it go slide Like I'm gonna leave it alone You still go slide Yeah okay fuck. okay You still go do what you have to do Like No but I'm, I'm glad you clarified that But like I can't beef someone I don't know Yes Like see like if I know you Then that's beef Cause you know where I live You know where I hang out You might not know where I live Cause no one knows where I live But you know where I hang out Hmm. Those guys come to my neighborhood at ten a.m. What you think we're outside hanging out at ten a.m.? Chicks are sleeping. It's ten a.m. When I go to jungles, wonder I don't go there. But when people go there, yeah, like I'm saying, who calls the neighborhood at ten a.m.? Like only the mailman's out and the cops are out. Literally, Mm -hmm. cops are doing the morning patrol. It's Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Niggas want to stay safe. You understand? Like that's what that whole Instagram stuff. Like you know, it's like it just pissed me off because it's like. These guys are doing the real gimmicks, coming to my hood at 10 a.m. Facts.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Facts. But then, like, I'm on live, and I'm the one that's going crazy. So that's how I realized I can't stoop to their level because I'm already on a different, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm going like, yo, you see these guys are in the Western Conference, Eastern Conference? I'm already in the championship. I'm
4: mm-hmm. waiting for these guys to battle it
0: out. So you see I'm saying? Like, I'm a championship league, right? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's just like, I just realized, like, and that's what my homies keep telling me, like, yo, you can't respond to these guys because... No, on your level,
3: like no? I've told you this. Everyone
0: told me this. Even my even my last manager told me that,
3: but Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and there's a reason why even I'm getting to this part of the the, our conversation here, because I don't want to call this an interview. I want to call this more of a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because like I feel like with a lot of like different rappers in the city who go at each other on songs like that. Y'all don't even live in the same hood, so you can't actually really be enemies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most real enemies are in a closer proximity of each other where there's a real level of danger because that's involved. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: because they're in Edmonton, because they're not outside. I mean, in the city, so like yeah. let's, not, let's not even talk let not even talk about kids that wear bras. Like let's talk about
3: that. <sighs> I'm not gonna I'm not like, gonna. No, 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 I'm saying like,
0: let's not even talk about that. Cause like how am I I have two drinks on, so I'm talking about a kid with a bra that wear bra online. So like, you know what I'm saying? I can't even, you know what I'm saying? He said he'd rather wear a bra than a leg shot. I'll take 10 leg shots before you see me in a bra. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. Like, I'm gonna kill you, like, a bra? A bra? That's what I'm saying, like, I'm just being serious, like, this is what you guys think I'm beefing my kids with a, wearing a bra? I can't beef with a fucking, a bum like that. How, what can my we My best do? friend died. Fuck my beef with a kid wearing a bras. Well, what could we do to, actually, no, before I ask that, do you think
3: that beef helps the music um, get traction?
0: Hundred percent, it's hip hop. Biggie and Tupac is the fucking biggest beef in ever history. So from ever since then, if that didn't happen, then maybe there wouldn't be no beef in hip hop. Probably wouldn't be. You know what I'm saying, but since that, everyone realized, the labels realized this is what the money's at. Mm. Saying like, and I can't like, as I said, like the little the Aha song i wrote i was going to the studio that day i wrote that song before i went to the studio at 11 my session was at 2 p.m mm. i wrote that song at 11 a.m i woke up at 11 a.m Lil dirk dropped the ass on the day before mm. so i woke up i was on demon time waiting for the Lil dirks on the drop he dropped it i'm bumping that shit in the morning all i already knew all the lyrics because i bumped it all the, the night before yeah because like, everything this guy's saying is like, like Lil dirk's my cousin <laughs> yeah i would tell my daughter because everything he's saying is so relatable to me mm-hmm. so i'm like oh then boom, I'm like, yo, I'm going to studio today. Let me see if I could try a ting. Yeah. And then that's all the AHA room here. And the AHA room was never a part of anything. Because I made that song. My session was at 2 p.m.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I wrote it at 11. Finished it at 12 something. Hopped in the shower. Got to studio for two. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was a part of the plan. But then I shot it. I mean, I, I recorded it. And I'm like, oh, I want the trenches to shoot this one. Yeah. And then. So You know what I'm saying? And, then, and it was a perfect rollout to come back because I was already working on the, the, my 24 albums. Like, it's almost done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, since I'm dropping this not for sale. Mixtape, it gives me more time to to, to work it out because I'm 24 years old. So this 24 album means a lot to me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's like,
3: so let me ask you now, like, with um, all of that stuff with the Toronto scene and stuff like that and, like, man's going at each other. you think is there ever a way of, like, Everybody coming together in some kind of way, like because you got to remember, man doesn't have to do shows. People right? died.
0: Wow, people, I know man does have to do shows. I know. That's so why. like, do we have to find so, some so, way where so, like
3: yeah. Toronto like rappers who you have issues?
0: Me? I'm trying to do rebel. Mm. I could go sell out Danforth Hall. I could go sell out um, the Phoenix Center. Mm-hmm. But it's like maybe they might not take the risk. They might think it was too dangerous for books, right? Because mm-hmm. it's Toronto, right? But no, it's not. Because I don't have no enemies. get you know what I'm saying? I don't have no enemies. Yeah. I know enemies are people I know. Anyways, but I'm trying to book Rebel. I'm trying to do 3,000 people. Like My first show in Toronto, to do 3,000 people. Mm. 5,000 people. So before I do that, but what I want to do, I'll do an intimate show in Toronto.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: RSVP. So that's how artists can still do shows in the city. You do a little intimate show where your fans... RCP, they send your, they send their ID. Mm-hmm. They get checking at the door. Search only intimate value. You let two hundred people in. It's your fans. You can charge whatever you want.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm about to do an intimate show.
0: I might charge uh, maybe two hundred seats. I might charge hundred a ticket. That's twenty bands right there. I know two hundred of my real fans are gonna come spend hundred dollars to come spend a whole night with me and listen to my new album.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But other artists are not thinking like this. They're thinking about selling all the things and thinking about the ops and all this type of thing. Bro, you're doing a show. The ops are not getting you no know, like. Just so, the security is so, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not like you're in those, these dirty clubs in the trenches in, like, a city in the States where people are getting their guns back door, or all stuff like, you know what I'm saying? This is Danforth Music Hall. This is Phoenix and This is Rebel. Mm-hmm. You still, still get your whatever's in, but, like, you know what I'm saying? This is, like, you're safe. Like, no, it's
3: a little bit more official. It's a little official, more, um, it's more official. It's not yeah. just these
0: dirty clubs, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's safe because, it's a big venue. They're, they already have high security on point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not about like the beef stuff stopping the shows in the city. It's just that people are just not even trying to even do shows because they have this mentality like, oh, I'm beefing. I can't do shows in the city. Mm-hmm. No, you just have to figure out a way to do it. Do an intimate show. Yeah. Do a private show. Do only a hundred people allowed to charge whatever you want. Cause it's only a hundred people is an exclusive night. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah, it's like, yeah. there's, just, there's, there's lots of ways to go around it. But like, I'm about to go on tour right now. I'm about to do the whole, the whole Canada, and I'm gonna do an international Toronto, okay. RSVP type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I when I do Toronto, I want to do Rebel.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to Rebel's five thousand. Kili did Rebel, he sold three thousand. I'm gonna sell five thousand. Know I'm saying like I'm the GOAT. You know what I'm saying that he, Killy is a GOAT, too. He did three thousand Rebel. No yeah, one yeah. even did Rebel yet. You know what I'm saying? So I respect you for that. But that's motivation for me. You I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't take I did oh, okay. Yeah, you did three thousand. Yeah, I cause uh, I'm gonna do five k. No, I'm gonna sell that whole bitch.
3: So. With everything that even like that you put out from back then to now, you know what I mean? One of the first underground rappers to get a million views on YouTube, like-
0: You want me to get that food right there? Sir.
3: Sorry. Yeah, sorry.
0: You want to pass that back for me?
3: You want to pass the, the, the bag there, thanks? I
0: didn't want to get up, but yeah. Dave's Hot Chicken, bitch. You in the city. Yeah. Right. And this is just the last couple questions that no, I no, have. No, 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 oh, no rush. Uh, no, no rush. Also, oh, I, I keep this after, don't
3: worry. We? No, we're, we're almost keep, done anyway, but. I keep this after. Like, do you think that you get the respect that you deserve? Respect from who? The game. Just like, just the fans, this the, your peers in the game.
0: Imagine this. Imagine this, imagine this. Last night, the other night, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram, I shot a video at Ruth Chris. Mm-hmm. That Ruth Chris had a private dinner, right? And I was as soon as I left Ruth Chris, I. I like, you know, it was me, like, me, um, my two close homies, Dax, you know, the producer, mm-hmm. me, Drake, back to back. I'm saying we're, I'm locking, I'm trying to lock in with the real coach right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On yeah, yeah. my date or whatever. Right. But so boom. So we leave with Chris. Right. And I'm shooting with a new video man. I don't know you shoot this video man. My video man is, I, I I've been working him like a dog. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's like, I need a day out.
3: Yeah. Dax you do like, like four yeah. videos in like four days or yeah, something four like that. Days, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Imagine, as soon as you walk out of Ruth Chris, remember, it's literally 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. downtown. It's me, my two homies, the video man, my date, whatever. Two fans just, two fans are walking by, like, you no, know they, two fans are walking, like, behind us, you know? I didn't know if they know me, now, but like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I just, you know, I, I end up, like, looking at them, like, who's that, Books? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's me, gang, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, we've been listening to you since we were in high school. Mm-hmm. We're 20 now. I mean, we're 24 now. Remember, I'm 24. Remember I had I've been rapping For a long time now Yeah See what I'm saying I've been trending They say I'm not consistent But why am I trending For six seven years I had most shit For ten years That's the difference You see what I'm mm. saying Like 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 You know what I'm saying Like it's, it's they, My fans say I'm not consistent But All you do is still hear my name Cause I'm Cause I'm I might not be as consistent As I should be But I'm still doing What needs to be done Yeah You know what I'm saying But back to the respect thing The fans Remember this video man I'm with He shoots for like he shoots videos with, like, other Toronto artists. Like, mm-hmm. Mula first. Other people. You mm-hmm. know? And the video man, like, you know, he shoots Mula first. The video man asked him, like, what about, you guys know Mula? These are real Toronto fans. They're like, no, Mula's turning up right now. You mm-hmm. have the city turned up right now. Yeah, definitely. These are fans that know me from seven years ago. They don't yeah. know Mula. They were like, who? No, we don't know him. And the video man was shocked. Remember, Mula has 200K views right now. Whatever yeah, you know, 300K, yeah. 200K, whatever, exactly. You saying? So the video man was just shocked, like, but, I'm trying to tell the video man, no, these are just OG fans. These are just, these are not the, the regular Toronto, the new fans right now. These are people that have been in the Toronto scene for a long time and mm-hmm. like what they like. And they know about Pressa and me and Nav. And, you know what I'm saying? The, you know what I'm saying? Like, like even Nav, like, I respect Nav so much because like, remember, I'm the first person with a million views. So like, what, the way I see Nav just turn up like that, I was like, fuck, this guy's a goat.
4: Mm-hmm. Where,
0: where do I find this guy? Yeah,
4: you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like, he like, you know what I'm saying? like. I never even heard his song until so Buck played me a song. My, mm-hmm. my Splash Brother played me a song. I never heard the the, the song he's blowing up on, like the the first song before LA or whatever. Yeah. And I'm Shoot like, who's this buck, guy? should Yeah, because he put me out to Nab and it had a million views on SoundCloud.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, wait, remember, I'm doing a million views on YouTube. That's the real deal. I'm like, wait, SoundCloud? This is when SoundCloud says to this is when SoundCloud is. What I'm yeah, saying yeah, but remember I, my my people are the time to give me like fuck SoundCloud's not money, like. The money is on streaming, on on iTunes. So I'll focus on that. and I was never like, let me drop a song on SoundCloud just for my fans today. Mm-hmm. But that's what I should have been doing because the SoundCloud wave at that time was actually about to blow. Yeah. So I see now with a million views on SoundCloud, I'm like, how? And then next thing you know, this guy is fucking the richest brumble out of the city. Yeah. That's why I respect now, like you know, because nice. like I see, like you know what I'm saying, like as I said, like. I never know Nav. I'm not saying Nav knew me, me, but like everyone, they know Banglady. Mm. I never, and for me to see Nav just turn up like that, I was like, "Wow!" Just more motivation for me. See what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, and
0: that's why, I like, and that's why I take it. Oh, that's to
3: I take Nav, yo. Show. So you got the album coming out or the mixtape coming out? What yeah, can we expect sale. from? What else can we expect from Book for 2022?
0: Not for sale. I'm dropping that Friday, mixtape. Dropping
3: all streaming platforms. Go tap in
0: all streaming platforms. Um. And I just wanted to drop because like some, like uh, people told me other people are dropping. So I just mm. want to just drop and like, you know, let the city like, you know, feel this shit. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. But yeah, so
0: right now I have um, Not For Sale, right? Dropping this week. So I was working on the 24 album, but so my Father Figure album was a whole like, whole like, um, I was going to my label dispute at the time when I dropped mm-hmm. Father Figure album. So I feel like Father Figure, I feel like I'm going to... Do- I'm gonna come back with like a father figure reloaded or something. Okay. A father figure. Not, not a deluxe, but a reloaded, like, you know what I mean? Okay. And then drop the 24 June 24th or something, like, you know? Okay. Because I wanna drop the 24 album June 24th. So, you know, 24. And my birthday is right there. So, oh, I took oh. 25. So, it's like, you know? Like that. So, that's probably my next year, right now. I'm gonna come with the not for sale. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit him back with a father figure reloaded, because right now, like, there's a lot of talking going on the city so it's like personally i'm done with father figure but like it's like they're putting back my bag i gotta go turn up a bit you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, even yeah. it's not for sale album it's like it's about not selling out it's not really a diss album it's not like there's no diss songs on there So mm. real album it's just like just don't sell out it's stay good down music. Yeah. stay down till you come up yeah, yeah don't snake your friends type of shit like you know what i'm saying or your or your business partners you know yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like that type of shit but father figure Remember, Father Figure is like, these niggas are my sons. And I love them. But now I'm, I think I'm gonna come at Father Figure for y'all cause it's just like, people are sh- talking my name for no reason. Cause I'm back online, see what I'm saying? Now yeah. I'm back online, you wanna talk my name. I wasn't even online for seven months, you guys weren't saying nothing about me. Now I'm back online, you have all this stuff to say about me. So it's like, I'm gonna come back with like some Father Figure shit, like, you know? It's gonna be more like, it's gonna be that, it's gonna be that rowdy shit, that mm. shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie. But it's like, I'm gonna let the music talk, I'm not gonna be talking on IG no more. Just letting the music talk. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, then yeah, that that's the that type of vibe I'm on. Cause like you guys they think I'm gonna go crazy on IG. you know. I'm just sure like the music's hot. This new music I've been making is like ridiculous.
3: Good. Well, listen, man, we got GME Bugs, aka Boogs Bengetti. You know what I'm saying? Bengetti. Um, I'm, I'm 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 I really enjoy having this like this time talking to to Boogs. Every babe, every few weeks. Hmm?
0: Sorry. No, nah, I'm the
3: real baby Pluto. The real baby Pluto. Every few months, I want to be able to tap back in with books, and and then see what's going on with you fam. Okay. But every every time that I'm you go, I'm not gonna una- come
0: back for Father Figure Reloaded. I'm gonna come back for 24. Okay. because I, so, no, I always told you, I always come back. I I came around on 17 on the porch. I'm still back.
3: Listen, fam. I respect it, King. And listen. I was
0: 18 when
3: I was. I want y'all to anybody who's watching in the viewing audience Dave to tap chicken. in to not for sale. You know what I'm saying? By the time y'all are watching this, it should be out. You know what Dave I'm
0: saying? Chicken. I need this, I need the bag, my only room to put me on this shit. <laughs> we I'm, hungry I'm gonna as a mark. <laughs> you know what I'm
3: saying?
0: For Fridays, we, never had this shit before.
3: we got another one in the phone. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to hit that like button. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah,
0: sir, you know, he's coming already, Jimmy. <laughs> let's Uh, ten to one ten, Jimmy. Shout out all the members. You already know he's coming, man. Uh, shout out the label for you know. Shout out everyone who stayed down. FTO. Fuck the apps.
3: We're all for this.
0: Peace. We love hip
3: hop. All right, so we're back, and yeah, man. Let's get into our our, our second half of our, our conversation that we're having here over here at, at the nice brand uh, at the store over here at and give me the address again
2: 982 blur street west
3: okay make sure to pop up down here downtown toronto and we we're having a, a conversation off camera about some of the different unique pieces and different things that you guys have in the store right and it, it just like to bring it to like one thing like what is one of the things that make y'all unique
2: as a brand and some of the pieces that you guys like specialize in. So, most people who don't know us should know us for this reason but those who do will definitely say, you know, our jackets, our varsity jackets are our prime product and that's, you know, essentially where we can do the most of our customizing so I'm just going to pull out a wild jacket here just to show you the level of creation so, you know, we merged two different uh, denim jackets, kind of did the red and bl- the red and green like the Gucci. That's crazy. You know, with the chenille, added the you know the skull. And this is just like a, a one little example. I could just mm. start pulling stuff, and you'd get my drift, right? You want something more subtle. We got this, the quilted leather. You know, the PVC logo. So even That's the finishing, fire. The detail of our, our logo emblems and stuff like that. You know, we pay attention to detail and. You know, we were working with things way before. You know, we got the black on black. We got the gold. We that's the classic.
3: Things. That's the classic one. Yeah, this
2: is a classic piece. We do things like we have the zipper pockets and everyone says, does it work? Of course mm. it
3: works. We do
2: functional okay. things. We don't just do things for no reason. You know, another remix jacket with the leather. You know, this was a summer joint.
3: Oh, pull, pull that. Pull one out uh, 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 for this camera over here.
2: This Ooh. was like a summer joint, you know. The pattern going down the back. You know, we got the city, Skyline in there. We were the first guys ripping Skyline, promise you. <laughs> okay. and, uh, you know, we do got classic pieces, simpler stuff like this for the ladies. Uh-huh. You know, with the, with the finish. So, I could go for days, you know. We got a Raptors joint here. This is actually something cool we've been doing. So, we've been making cleaner jackets, just like how Gucci does it in YSL. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, we got the nice tag in the corner. Got the tag on the inside, but... You know, with this, we did the denim denim on the arms. Ooh. But it's it's really clean. So now when you see a jacket, you'll start realizing just by the type of jacket it is. Oh, um, hold on,
3: Cliff. Bring out that Raptors one. I think the, the, uh, the, the comic gang needs to see the Raptors one. The Raptors, the Raptors
2: one? Watch the uh, hang on there. This is the Raptors joint.
4: Cheese!
2: <laughs> so, so just a little clean. And this is actually a, a special blue called Midnight Blue so little things like that you know we got the finish on the zipper so we had the red to match the emblem just clean this is just a clean simple you know wow
3: wow 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 this is some impressive shit right here yo yeah man i i I fuck with it man i i really i really appreciate the way that you guys have been like staying consistent with it too you know what i'm saying like Just to be able to get to where you guys are now, where you have a whole store, you have multiple, like, styles and different pieces, right? Okay, so besides the varsity, what else do you think are, like, some of your more popular pieces? Like, what do you you guys order or, like, what styles of things do you guys get that you can't even keep your hands on?
2: Right now, definitely our tracksuits. Yeah. So our tracksuits are definitely our most popular item. They have been for the last few years. Mm -hmm. Uh, We usually release two tracksuits at a time. And then uh now we're at like four four different styles of tracksuits at one moment. Okay. So do expect to see some new tracksuits. One area that we're very thankful is our female support. A lot of uh, our female friends and colleagues come in and they'll, you know, we're a very unisex brand, Mm -hmm. but they will style the unisex stuff and make it look really good. Yeah. Other females are like, yo, I need I need to get my hands on that too. But this year we are actually gonna be making some female items specifically for the ladies, because, you know, we appreciate all the support. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one thing we do is we always take feedback and criticism and we put it back into our brand. And, you know, we make sure that we're satisfying the people that are out here keeping us a breath.
3: Where do you all think fashion is going next? That's
2: a good question. Fashion is going all over, you know. Um, Like I said, with the whole NFT wave and people really starting to take a grasp on how technology is going to leverage What actually happens in the real world? That's actually a good response. Um, NFTs, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fashion is moving into a digital space. Um, And then there's a lot of other things going on in fashion. But with us, we always, that S for the streets is for real. Like we Mm -hmm. keep it what we know. Not to say we won't move into spaces and try things, but we still wanna master our craft and perfect what we're doing. And that's where we're going, you know?
3: Hold on a second. And uh, actually, before I say, actually, no, hold on a second. Digital? You're telling me that people are gonna be buying digital fashion that stuff like you can't like actually put on your back? I think two two things.
1: So, yes, what you just said, so like in the games that they play, like Fortnite and stuff like that, you'll mm. be you'll probably be able to go out and buy um different stuff for your characters oh, or your advertising.
3: A specialized, nice skin for your four ca-
2: Exactly. Yeah. So that's some stuff. Um there's so with if people, you know, some people have open seed different. Platforms sometimes there's rarity. So if you release an item, so for example, let's use our jacket as a sample. So there's some gems for you guys out there. We could have it where like, you know, it could be that classic one I had pulled out. It's a standard price. We have a thousand of them, but out of a thousand, there's one that actually comes with the real thing that the person will, you know, it's kind of like a raffle. It's a hat out the back. Uh Or even they now get the avatar in the game. Everybody else will just get... Um, you know, the mint, the digital mint. So they'll have proof that they have this NFT, but it's just digital. There's no actual avatar. There's no real thing, you know, because some NFTs are like that. Like a lot of the Marvel ones, when they drop, mm-hmm. it might be a comic book. And then if you get that one ultra rare, you've got the black and white comic. you got the original sketch. And then that's kind of where the hype is. Everybody, it's like a lotto, you know? I, th- yeah. I think the
1: second thing that's going to happen too when it comes to like authenticating stuff with the NFTs is um and I think they already do it with like um, Montclair and um and uh Canada Gooses right now you can scan your label the inside label of the jacket to see mm-hmm. if it's real so what I think that what will happen they'll just transfer that into an NFT that tag will be an NFT and that's how you'll know if your stuff's real or not yeah, right and yeah. it'll be tied to that code and the next thing I think what they'll do is having digital stores mm. where you can, like your avatar's walking in the store, you choose, try it out. Like in the metaverse. And then order it yeah. and it'll come to you, right? I think. Because your avatar, would, be avatar <laughs> would already be fit to your body size. You yeah. know, you put in all your measurements.
2: So now when he goes in the store, it's actually going to fit. So you'll know that's not going to fit. That you would go be, be size, right? fucking so crazy. You order it, so clothing is going to move digital eventually, mm-hmm. especially if we're if the world is doing what it looks like it's doing um, and technology is starting to be incorporated into fashion a lot more. You'll see it a lot in Japan and, yeah. you know, they have like the see through cloaks and all types of stuff. So I haven't seen that. And yeah. even the lights, like they'll have hats where you can put like LEDs throughout. Digital drip. Yeah, exactly. i Also. Technology and digital spaces where clothing's going, mm. but fashion, because I think that was the actual question, yeah. fashion is um, a timeless thing. So, you know, when we came out with clothes, it was 4 or 5XL, <laughs> people were wearing shit down to their knees, right? Yeah. That was fashionable because rappers <laughs> were doing it on TV. NBA players were wearing like Carmelo and LeBron, all of them, when they got signed, they were all yeah. in oversized clothes, right? So fashion is a timeless thing where it can go anywhere. Clothing is definitely moving into a digital space, but fashion itself is, um, it's only as far as the creators of of its time, you know? Mm -hmm. And with all the technology and shit, it'll be cool to see where it's going. We don't know. We're gonna push the grain in the way we can, try to make the best clothing possible, mm-hmm. um, you know, focusing on quality and always giving our customers the most value. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um.
1: And rep in Toronto.
2: And rep in Toronto and staying community-based and being the change we want to see in this world. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, yeah, it was crazy.
3: <laughs> you, you, you made a, you said a, a statement in there that really is a recurring thing that, that I feel like has been said a few times, being the change that you want to see, right? And I know this city is a crazy city with yeah. a lot of different things going on, like the gun violence, wild, out of control, right? And as entrepreneurs, guys who are like, you know, who, who've who been able to, like, break the cycle and stuff like that, what do you think that we can do so that others can break that cycle and we can, like, bring down some of the bullshit that's going on out here?
1: I just, I guess, continuing to lead by example,
2: um, we need to start being... Um, we need to start doing more reasons for, especially I'm going to say like in the black community, black mm-hmm. men, there needs to be more reasons for us to link up and just have positive conversation. Mm. Doesn't have to be themed. Like doesn't have to be a networking event. Cause some people, even me, like I'm like, oh shit, I got to put on a suit and tie or whatever, but I might have valuable things to want to say. Yeah. Comfortable spaces, safe spaces for people to congregate. And because of what happened with COVID and then there was a lot of beef and the streets got really hot. It's even harder for that, but until we have, like, uh, the ability to even just have conversation, one, uh, like, um, one another, you know, check a person and say, yo, cut the fuckery, you should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And a man say, yo, this is what I do. Like, even with crypto, we've done that on our own, created little Groups safe that spaces yeah. wherever and give people an opportunity to be like, yo, I don't know this thing. I'd love to know more. And whoever has knowledge... Shares that and Now people all have their own little portfolios. It yeah, doesn't matter how big. They went from not doing something that could help them sustain a better life to doing it. Yeah. We need to do more of that. Lead by example. And, you know, there just needs to be humbleness, as I said earlier, because a lot of these young boys have the resources to find out what they need to. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to, they're not, even if the information presented itself, they're not going to take it because they're like... I'm already doing good. I don't need to hear anything. So we need to humble ourselves. And those who have something to offer or to present, they should, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, man. I I really enjoyed having this conversation with y'all, man. I feel like doing stuff like this where, you know, we leave the studio and we have conversations with more than just rappers, but like business owners, entrepreneurs, movers and shakers in the city. It helps to give a bigger spotlight of what's going on in our city, right? It shows that, you know, we have all these different pieces that need to come together to make our scene, not just rappers and DJs, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Rappers, DJs, designers, business owners, all these different things need to come together to make this, this scene that we have out here. You One thing saying? that I
1: will say too, I think we need role players. I think mm. everybody's trying to be like the face or the leader or the boss or CEO, whatever, we need more role players when it comes to the team, team yeah. building. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody's not going to be the spotlight. You know yeah. what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No real talk, man. Um, Give the people, like besides the location of where we're at here, um, the store here on Bloor Street, right? Your um, Instagrams, anything where you guys want people to find y'all personally and then for the business here, all the places where you want the people to come and check y'all out.
2: For me, it's um, at kidnice on Instagram. Okay. I'm at niceclips. Our brand page is at niceclothing. So that's where you'll see more of our polished stuff, stuff that we have for sale. Mm -hmm. At niceworld is where you kind of just see the lifestyle. So if we're at an event or somebody posts something on their Instagram, we'll repost it on that page. That's like our wall of fame. Yeah. Our lifestyle, that kind of gives you more of an in-depth look at our brand from a lifestyle perspective. So at niceworld is where you can find that.
1: And you could shop for our stuff online at on Instagram, Facebook, and
2: at um, NiceWorld.com.
3: Dope, dope. And give the people the address for the store over here again.
2: 982 Bloor Street West. Okay, okay. Toronto, Ontario.
3: Okay. Yeah, man. Big respect to Brandon and Clips from the Nice World um, store. The nice brand, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Um, you know, thank you for, you know, having me over here at the store, um, to be able to have this conversation with y'all. You know what I'm saying? And big respect to the people who are in the, in the viewing audience and the listening audience right now. Um, special episode here. Big up to Gutsy Guts. Big up to Gucci. Big up the Empress behind the camera holding me down. You know what I'm saying? Make sure to like, subscribe, all that good shit. Episode 265 in the vault. We love hip hop podcasts. I'm off this. Deuces.
4: Cheer we love hip hop.